Ruchim Abayim, and welcome to the Clergy Next Door podcast. I'm Rabbi Evan Ravsky of Synagogue Emanuel in Charleston, South Carolina. Pastor Eric Childers from St. Matthew's Lutheran Church in Charleston, South Carolina. And this week, we're getting ready to celebrate Thanksgiving. Uh, It just comes a little bit later this week. And so uh, first and most of all, happy Thanksgiving, Pastor. Happy Thanksgiving. I love, first of all, I love this holiday, but I love this time of year. I love October, November, December. I love it, love it, love it. I'm right with you. It's my my favorite time of the year, November 1st to to January 1st, favorite time of the year. It's fantastic. It's also the most exhausting time of year too. There's uh, your work and my work is is just so it, because we have our, our professional clergy business and we have our home things and we have so many parties and that's a fun part of the season and it's just and we'll talk about that in another one about how that's probably not the best idea because Advent is supposed to be a time of slowing down but I do the opposite but Thanksgiving. Ah, Thanksgiving. My my single favorite holiday of the year. And, I, and I recognize that I'm a rabbi saying that. And, and you know, I love Passover mm-hmm. June, the Jewish calendar. Passover, absolutely my favorite holiday. Um, why? So, great question. So first, you have to understand that when we talk Jewish holidays, um, as you know, from seeing, uh, from seeing us, uh, you know, around the neighborhood, um, there are restrictions that we have as to what we can and can't do on the Jewish holidays. For instance, um, most Jewish holidays, we don't use electricity in my house. Uh, we don't drive cars. We don't watch TV. Um, you know, it's it's a wonderful time that we get to spend together as a family, read books, play together inside, outside, board games, stuff like that. Um, and I love that. It's great. It's wonderful. Thanksgiving, on the other hand, is like this one holiday of the year where, uh, you know, everything is closed down, um, but I can still use electricity and watch TV so and like, do everything. It's like Sabbath without the restrictions. It's like Sabbath without the restrictions. And then the other reason, uh, the other reason is, you know, when uh, when I be chose the, the, the path of, of clergy and being a rabbi, we sort of understood that that meant that we would have to do all of the Jewish holidays ourselves, mm-hmm. right? We gave up uh, going to our parents' houses for holidays, our parents now come to uh, to celebrate the holidays with us, um, but we're always making, we're always doing the cooking and the cleaning and the preparation. The hosting. The hosting. It's fun, but it's very right. um, time-consuming. Right. And Thanksgiving is the one holiday that we said we will never, ever host. We always give it, right now, to, uh, we alternate between my parents and my wife's parents, uh, and we've already told my brother and sister-in-law that uh, when our parents can no longer do Thanksgiving, it's their holiday to put on for us. Uh, So it's a holiday that I have to do nothing for, and I have no restrictions on religiously. Um, It's great. Uh, well, we it, similarly we balance. We have to balance Thanksgiving and Christmas often. So in recent years, we have spent um, we have spent Thanksgiving with uh, my wife's family in Florida, or they have come here. Um, more often, we've gone there, which was has been a really nice um, exit for a few days. But th- um, that means I haven't been home for Thanksgiving in several years because um, we are. It's just so much closer to go to Christmas for a few days. So, it you know, there these holidays are also bittersweet because you do have to have give and take when you have obligations, family obligations, work obligations, etc. Yeah, 
It's um, you know, certainly and especially when you're when you're negotiating between two different families, uh, you know, to make sure that you get to see everyone that yes. you want. Uh, it's, it's all important, but um. But I just love it. I love and the food. Yeah, I love that you know. Yes. I'm, I'm originally from New England, so like the time of year, like you said, like you know, even even here in Charleston, you know, it's still like uh, summer out. Um, but uh, but you know, in my mind, I just see the the New England autumn leaves and the the chill of the air. I can I can feel it, even though uh, I don't have it. And uh, I, I just I love this this time of year. I know exactly what you're talking about. When we lived in uh, Connecticut, that um, drive up um, to Danbury. What is that road? The Merritt. Is the, well, the Merritt the Parkway. Yeah. The, the Merritt, but then the other one that goes to Danbury. It, the, is it 15? Maybe that, that is the Merritt. That is 15 the Merritt. Okay. Is the Merritt yeah. Okay. All right. Um, beautiful. It's just. Uh, just um, I have wonderful fond memories of that as well. This year I get to cook, and I love to cook, and we'll be hosting at home this year. So, yeah. So Thanksgiving, it, that's another common um, celebration we have between our two faith traditions. Well, yes, but because we're American, not because we're Christian or Jewish. It's a, it's a common tradition because it is uh, There's because that. we're American. There's that. There's that. But I, I also think I, I, I sense that because of the um, – the centering around mealtime and table, there's some commonality there as well. Even though it's not, yes, uh, the American <laughs> Thanksgiving unites us more. But um, our tradition, Lutheran tradition, is all about Thanksgiving. Every single week, that Thanksgiving is front and center um, in the the meal of our um, of our worship. Yeah. So in fact, it's called the Great Thanksgiving. What's called the Great Thanksgiving? The, the, the Holy Communion. The, oh, the, the, the Yes, and the, the words that we, um, the sacred words that we say to prepare the table, essentially, are part of that sacred Thanksgiving. Wow. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we, we've talked before in Judaism, you know, particularly when we were talking about the life cycle events, right, that, that meals go along with everything we do in Judaism yes. um, as as celebration, also as as comfort. Um, and, and so eating and food and shared meals are are essential signs of, of joy and gathering of, of community, of sitting down and, and doing that together. Um, so certainly sitting around the Thanksgiving table together is, is an expression of those same same values. Um, Thanksgiving as, as a value uh, within Judaism obviously permeates the religion, uh, both when we're talking to God through through prayer or simply the way that we uh, approach life, right? We do it in, in, a, in a way that always expresses gratitude. Mm. Our Thanksgiving in our tradition is also, um, and I'm going to use this word intentionally, is almost a motivation because we we talked about grace in our podcast in recent weeks. Um, and because of God's grace and because of um, what God has done for us and chosen us for us and marked us in baptism and sent us into the world to be the church, we begin, we understand that we begin at this place of salvation and everything else is gravy, so to speak. <laughs> everything else is we are motivated. We Lutheran Christians uh, through our theology are, are sent out to out of a spirit of thanksgiving to love, serve, um, and loving kindness in this world. So it's thanksgiving, not obligation that, that motivates us, that leads us out, that sends us out. Right. So I 
if I'm hearing it correctly, mm-hmm. right, the way you're talking about is, is the motivation to go out and do good in the world. Yeah. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. When we say we're sent, we're sent from our worship each week to, it's again, the so what of our worship together. We're sent out to, I often say in prayers, to be the church. To be that. But, but the, the Thanksgiving that you're talking about is an external expression it is. It is the result. It is after, we, because we are so g- filled with gratitude for what God has done for us, we, our motivation is to then go and share that, that, um, spirit of Thanksgiving with, by serving others, by loving others, by being, uh, by living out our vocations, what we're called to be in the world. Beautiful. So the way, and the way that we express it is, um, is more through, through liturgy and prayer, Yes. right? Like the the whole sense of of um, offering thanks, whether it's before a meal or or after a meal, or um, even in sort of the way that our uh, worship time is structured, right? Is that we we have this whole section in there that is that of thanksgiving before we make any requests of God mm. is to spend time giving thanks to God for all that God has done for us. Um, already in the world, whether it's that our prayers have been answered in the past or simply that the world exists and that we have what we have around us uh, to offer that thanks. Um, and that sort of goes back to the conversation that we were having the other week about about blessings, right? Prayer versus blessings is that our blessings, when, when Jews recite a blessing, it's a, it's, you know, thank you, God, praise you, Lord our God, ruler of the universe, um, but in that structure is this sense of gratitude. Thank you, God, for letting me reach this moment of my life. Thank you, God, for um, letting me witness lightning or, or a rainbow or hear thunder or even see a friend that I haven't seen in a while. All of those are, are blessings. Of, that's When we go out into the world, right, and we experience the world, we offer those blessings of thanksgiving. What an important point you make there. I, I think, I suspect that many of us in our prayer lives, Jewish or Christian, I'll speak for Christians, is maybe if we're careless or not so intentional in our prayer lives, we'll go and ask God for things, or we often see God as an ATM or as a request, but how um, important it is to begin in the spirit of Thanksgiving, to say first, first, thank you, God. Thank you for the things that I do have, the blessings I do have. Maybe get to a intercession, a, peti- a petition later uh, for intercession for maybe for the health of a friend or for peace around the world. But start with thanks. Start with Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. that's that's uh, and and as you said, I believe you said a pattern that in that pattern of prayer should remind us that that's a awfully good place yeah. to start. It is, and and also <clears throat> when it comes to God, I think it's important to say thank you for the things that I don't understand. Mm. Now, when we talk about answering prayers, I, I was just having this conversation the other day um, with with a congregant um, with this idea that sometimes the answer to our prayers is no, mm. and we don't, you know, it's not the outcome we want, mm. um, but that is God's answer, and we, we need to be thankful for that as well, because sometimes we don't understand the, the bigger picture or the you know, what it is, you know, God's plan to, to say. Um, and we should still be thankful. We should be thankful that God heard our prayers, even if we didn't get the the outcome that we that we wanted. And that, I suspect, takes more maybe um, faithful maturity uh, uh, that we that after a while we do see that 
God speaks to us and answers prayers or perhaps doesn't answer prayers in ways that we don't understand. Um, and maybe that doesn't come immediately. And maybe as, as, um, as, as we grow in our faith or grow in our, um, following of our religion, we understand that maybe a bit better. Absolutely. Absolutely. Although I am, I am chuckling a little to myself because whenever, whenever we get into conversations about God answering prayers, yes or no, it's Bruce Almighty, right? The, the movie Bruce Almighty with Jim Carrey and, and Morgan Freeman. That's all that comes into to my mind of, of, you know, of Jim Carrey having to learn that lesson uh-huh. of, of what it means for God to answer prayer. I just, yeah. the, the reply all yes to, to the yes. emails that doesn't always work. And, uh, you know, mine's a bit coarser. I always think of Talladega nights. It's that uh, that com- that uh, prayer that I I fear is too often the prayers we we pray for um, in our country. Regardless, we should start with Thanksgiving. You know, I, and I didn't I, I haven't really even realized this until now. Every prayer that I lead in um, certainly in class at at St. Matthew's or when we were at a gathering from for a meal or whatever, the first thing is I, I often say, thank you for this day, mm. because isn't that a place to start? It, that is, it, it, you just came from the death of a congregant. Um, and it reminds us that every day is a gift. Every day is a gift. And, mm. and, and it can be hard, right? We should still, we have to be thank you, thankful for, um, for those days. Cause we don't know what's, what's coming tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. So Thanksgiving. So, um, what is your uh, favorite Thanksgiving uh, dish? <laughs> I guess that that's, I, we didn't talk about this. We, so we, we didn't. We, 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 you know, we got into like the serious <laughs> stuff, so we didn't. We didn't talk about the, the serious stuff. Um, <clears throat> you know, turkey and stuffing. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I I can't. Uh, I, I don't deviate from that. Uh, when when we're with uh, when we're with my parents, uh, my my dad makes a great gravy uh, mm. that I love. My mm. mom makes a fantastic mushroom barley soup oh, that, that I love. Great. That and great. A, a cranberry nut bread, which oh. she only makes once a year, and I always make her um, make me a few extra loaves of it so that mm. I can, can bring it home and freeze it and have it uh, the rest. Um, and my father-in-law would be very disappointed if I didn't say that when we were with my, my in-laws, uh, as we will be this year, uh, he makes some fantastic whiskey and bourbon sours. Um, mm. You know, his, the, the custom there is that, you know, you shouldn't be able to taste the turkey by the time you sit down at the table because <laughs> you've had enough uh, whiskey sours that, uh, you know, you're, uh, you're happy. So uh, I look forward to that this oh, later that this week. Very good. You know, um, ironically, we were talking about Connecticut earlier. Um, we gosh, that's been almost 20 years ago. So we um, there was a parishioner at St. John's in Stanford and her name was Ruth Johnson. And she made this, and now I call it um, Ruth Johnson's chutney. And it's a chutney that I make every year. I use her recipe. And um, everybody's sort of like, even if you don't like chutney, everybody loves this. It's so, it's uh, apples and pears and um, and, uh, cinnamon and cranberries. It's just really, so it almost like a dessert in itself. I, I don't do stuffing because I don't stuff it in the turkey, but I do a, a dressing, you know, same thing, but I use my aunt's mom's recipe and it's, I'm like the only person I think that really likes it, but it's, <laughs> it's, um, it's crumbly and it's cornbready and it's, um, I, I have, I put raisins and there's some people that they're out there with raisins and the nuts and all of this, but I, it's so sort of 
natural. It's just so delicious. Yeah, I would say that would be and pumpkin pie. I love pumpkin pie. Now, now I'm getting excited because you know <laughs> yes. all, this just it all sounds delicious, and now I can't wait for for Thanksgiving, you know, to to, to get there uh, and to just you know, and and then there's always the leftovers, right? Um, I, yeah. let's be talking yes. about Thanksgiving. I am always grateful for the leftovers because yes. you know the next three days that that you're eating them, they they tend to. Uh, you know, get more and more delicious. I think sometimes we put it in wraps. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, just noshing out of the fridge, out of the containers. Um, but uh, it just gets more and more delicious. That's right. Yeah. So, a question because <clears throat> yes. we are we are two clergymen sitting here discussing it. How do you do you or how do you um, bring religion and your religious traditions into the the moment of the Thanksgiving meal? What a great question. Um, I, this shouldn't be the answer, but I think it really depends upon who we are with, the crowd that we're with. If they are open to sort of taking that moment, um, we'll say a word around the table, what you're thankful for. Um, if it's a, sometimes with growing up, we had, um, we would have 30, 35 people at, uh, and it was hard, we, first of all, to be around one table, but it was difficult to stop and do that. So we would have a blessing, mm. sort of a, a, a blessing. Um, so it was certainly a blessing, but if the um, crowd is um, open to it, we'll, we would do a little, um, what are you thankful for? And another thing, too, and, and I think you can appreciate this very much, just lighting candles, mm. lighting candles at the table. Um, I, I always try to have fresh flowers now anyway, but, uh, definitely some fresh flowers, but a, a lighting candles on the table because we don't usually do that. Do you do that every, every, um, so like on the Sabbath, on Friday nights, my, my wife lights candles, uh, although they're not on the yes. actual table there, they're off to the side a little yes. bit, uh, simply because we don't want them to get yes. knocked over and yes. with, uh, with a bunch of little kids, they tend to be a, <laughs> yes. a hazard. Um, so, right. So all Jewish holidays, we start them off by, by lighting candles, um, but they tend to be off to the side as opposed to, they could be in the middle of the table if it was safe, but yes. it tends yeah. to be off to the side. Yeah. So yeah. What about you? So I would say the the biggest way that that we bring in our traditions is that it's a kosher meal, mm. right? Is mm. that even though there aren't the same uh, religious uh, formulations to a meal, mm. right? When we when we're starting the Sabbath on on Friday night or or any other holiday, you know, you start out normally with uh, a longer blessing uh, using wine, right? Thanking mm. God for, mm-hmm. for wine and blessing the day as well, right? Making the day sacred, um, you know, saying, uh, doing a blessing with, with the bread, uh, with the challah and, uh, and other blessings that go along with the, with the whole ritual. Um, we obviously don't have that in the same way mm-hmm. as we do on Thanksgiving because it's not a Jewish holiday per se, but it's still a meal. Um, and, uh, and so the dietary restrictions being keeping kosher still apply, um, as it would to any meal of, mm. of our lives. Um, and so, you know, every Thanksgiving meal that I've been to has been a, a kosher one, right? So it simply means that, you know, the, the turkey we get, mm-hmm. uh, is a, a kosher turkey, uh, normally from empire, mm-hmm. um, 
You should know that if you brine your turkey mm-hmm. beforehand, you can save a step. Just buy a kosher turkey because it's been brined already. Interesting. And it'll just save you the time and the step. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's salted and, mm-hmm. and all that beforehand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it means that there's no dairy at the meal, right? If we're going to mm-hmm. have the turkey, there's just no dairy at the meal. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can find pretty much everything you need that... that uh, doesn't have dairy even if you uh-huh. like uh so what is it like yams and marshmallows right you can yeah. find kosher marshmallows um that don't have gelatin in them um you know i don't know what would have dairy well, the in prob- it he, 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 as a red flag here is what Uh-oh. about the deviled eggs no, no. mayonnaise you yeah. put in yeah we've but, but, but the dairy i mean the egg can you have can you eggs so eggs are are neutral they're okay. part of they're okay. they're neither so you can eat them with with meat or with milk okay um so so you could do deviled eggs you can maybe do deviled instead eggs. of mayo maybe mustard based well no mayo mayo oh, you can do works. mayo okay. mayo works because it's eggs and uh, right. eggs and oil and yeah fat okay right. very good. Well, so, okay we dodged a bullet there right. just good. no okay. cheese yeah. I, yeah. I don't know you know i don't well, know what what other foods you have you know or no milk no condensed milk or oh, well there's on. some desserts that would be some right, desserts. desserts yeah but right. you know but that's we could get around that yeah okay <laughs> i got it all right yeah okay that's so good. that but that i think that more than anything is is how we bring the jew you know judaism into the moment is that we're celebrating a completely american holiday mm. um in a you know, in in a Jewish way that isn't overly Jewish. We're not trying to make it a Jewish holiday. We're not trying to say that we have to do, you know, X, Y, Z because we are Jewish. It's simply that um, if you keep a kosher home, the meal itself is going to be kosher and it's going to fit into the um, the way that you, you eat, right? Mm-hmm. Just like if you were a vegetarian, uh, it would be a vegetarian Thanksgiving dinner um, and you help make it meet your dietary restrictions we do the same but in doing so because they're religious dietary restrictions at its core we make it a a jewish type meal i see Hmm. okay and of course the prayers and everything else right right. we we also you know depending on where we are and how many people are there we'll go Mm -hmm. around and say what we're thankful for and and those same sort of things um but there isn't the religious ritual um Mm-hmm. Or the religious lead up that mm-hmm. we normally do um, to uh, to a meal that we do on Thanksgiving, as we do as you know a Friday night or or going into a holiday. That's right. Last um, year, our congregations had remember we had Thanksgiving together, um, and that's again it's it's not required, and sometimes we do, and sometimes we don't in our tradition as well. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, 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 I again another similarity in the two traditions. Right. And yeah. I think that is you, you know, mentioning doing that 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 service together. That is yes. another one of the great aspects of Thanksgiving that I love is that it, it sets us up for one of the few times of the year when I think we have this natural moment mm-hmm. when we can do interfaith services, right? Where it's not just uh, look, we can we can pray together in an interfaith way any time throughout the year, but those are times that we have to manufacture the the reason for why we're doing it. Yes. Right? Whether it's in solidarity for, you know, each community, for the state of Israel, whether it's, you know, uh, I don't know, whatever other it reason is. we, we yeah. want to make. But when we get to something like Thanksgiving, again, because it's that American, yes. that shared American holiday, um, 
we can do a, a joint Thanksgiving service that naturally fits both religions and all peoples because because of our American shared American um, experience experience a, a, a spirit of Thanksgiving and gratitude should unite us all absolutely yeah well with that with that we say Tov Shachen Karov Me'ach Rachok a neighbor nearby is better than a friend far away happy Thanksgiving happy Thanksgiving see you around the neighborhood see you around the neighborhood week on the clergy next door will be exploring the process of conversion how one enters into either the jewish or christian religions what that process looks like and how we build our identity